everyone. Welcome back to the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube for the latest episode of Broncos Now. As always, I'm your host, Sydney Jones. And coming up on today's episode, the team had a lighter practice today while focusing on some more red zone work. Plus, head coach Sean Payton discussed Russell Wilson's camp so far and gave an injury update. All that and more coming up. Today was the eighth training camp practice here at the Centura Health Training Center. And today, the team had a lighter practice. And now that the team's put in over a week of work, head coach Sean Payton evaluated Russell Wilson's performance so far this camp. I think he's doing well. Um, I like what I'm seeing. I said it yesterday. I think there's times where you're not seeing like a clean picture, or something, you know, and he's scrambling. In, in a game type mode, though, where we're running the ball more and, you know, with the installations that we're doing. I I think he's doing well. I I like where he's at. Wide receiver Jerry Judy also chimed in on Russell's work so far and what he's seen from him. Russell is great to me, like he always been, you know, you know, learning this new offense, learning this new system. I know he's picking picking it up real, real, um, very good, you know, and he just being consistent, working hard every day in practice, so he's going to keep doing him. And head coach Sean Payton detailed Jerry Judy's camp as well. He described him as savvy and said he's picking up the scheme well. Jerry Judy discussed his expectations for this year. Um, You know, right now I'm just focused on just being better than I was last year, you know, just each and every day just come out here and just keep grinding keep, um, and just keep keep working and just focus on being the best version of myself each and every day. Plus, head coach Sean Payton announced that inside linebacker Jonas Griffith tore his ACL and will miss the 2023 season. We heard from fellow inside linebacker Alex Singleton about what it will mean to lose Jonas this year and to get his thoughts on the depth in that room. You know, Jonas is a huge part of our team. Uh, great in our room. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, uh, it just sucks losing a guy like that. I hate ever, you know, you know how hard he works, everything he puts out there, and then to kind of go, you know, back to back with injuries like that. It, it sucks, and you know it's a you know a big part of our team. You know, obviously, the last two days have been the only days that guys have you know been able to step up. But guys have been, and uh, guys are playing fast. Uh, guys are taking you know f- bigger roles uh, quicker, which is good for guys. And you know it'll develop guys faster. And like I said earlier, it's good to do it now during camp. And you know, let guys develop and find those roles without getting forced into them in the, during the season. Sean Payton added to that by discussing the team's injuries so far this camp. I don't think it's out of the ordinary, honestly. I mean, I, I can't speak for the past, but. Um, you know, in training camp, you, you get you get a few of these. Hopefully, you don't get as many as, as other teams. But uh, now we look closely at you know everything we do leading up to the drills and practice. One was a, a really a, a fluke injury, and, and then the other one happened in a special teams play where he stepped on a foot. Now joining me here inside the Broncos podcast studio is Broncos lead writer Eric Delala. Eric, another day of practice out here. It is day eight of training camp, and Teams seem to have a little bit of a lighter practice today, but they still got a lot of red zone work in, no pads. Yeah, they were in uh, shorts and uh, yeah. had some shells on, so they were still able to get some decent work in. Yeah. Um, tempo, you know, still pretty decent uh, considering it was a quote-unquote off type of day. Right. You know, the, the league requires you can only have so many padded practices in a row, um, so they go to kind of a shells-only practice mm-hmm. on this uh, Thursday. And... Um, Yes, and I was still impressed with the tempo. We heard Sean Payton talk about that, that that's right. going to be an emphasis. He said he sounded like a broken record in terms mm-hmm. of how he wants the offense on the ball. You see these guys sprinting out. They were still competing hard against each other. Um, because it wasn't open to the fans, we can't talk specific details, but it was, right. again, a, a red zone focus in practice. Um, they're still installing some things. As Sean Payton said afterwards, he's pleased where Russell Wilson 
is. Yep. Um, you know, it's easy to watch these practices, and I'll, and I'll just go on a little tangent here about mm-hmm. Russ and the offense. Easy to watch these practices where you get four snaps at a, at a time and say, okay, there's one incompletion or there's two incompletions or, or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. and, and make a judgment on the offense. And you've got to remember, one, that as Sean Payton explained on Thursday, one, when you scramble out of the pocket in a game, it changes things and kind of plays to Russ's ability. So that's an that's element something. that's not there in practice. Yep. Two, you're going to run the football a lot. I mean, we've we've heard this team talk about the run game being in its mm-hmm. DNA. And so you don't see kind of how that opens up the passing, passing game because game, yeah. when you're when you're doing a period out here at practice, the defense, you know, mm-hmm. they either know what's coming because of the script or, you know, you're not concerned necessarily the same way you would be or getting worn down the same way you would be in a game where, boom, here's three run plays in a row. Now here's a play action pass over the top. Those things work in games, and I feel like maybe they don't threaten a defense as much in practice. practice, And that's in addition to what we've already heard from Sean Payton, that they're running some things right now that are not necessarily designed to beat this Denver defense, defense, this type of front. Um, So I say all those things, Mm -hmm. uh, just for everyone to take things with a grain of salt as you hear each day, oh, the defense is has won this day or the offense has won this day practice settings are great and good for learning and good for helping this team progress but they're not an end-all be-all of how a game uh should be so a little bit of a tangent there Sid but I think important to remember kind of as we you know as they're back in pads on Friday uh, we heard they're going to be in the two-minute drill Mm -hmm. as you watch these sort of things maybe that's actually a little bit closer to what you can you know quote unquote game scenario even though the run game still isn't necessarily doesn't take the physical toll at least the You'd assume move the ball, that sort of thing. It becomes right. more realistic. realistic. Yeah. Let's see what happens in the preseason, mm-hmm. and then when we get to the regular season, before we make overarching judgments on anything. Yeah. I appreciate the tangent, Eric. Those are all really good points, and not a lot of people think about at practice and during training camp. Yeah, I mean, so, for sure. For a four-play segment for each group is right. It's hard to one gain momentum, but you're mm-hmm. just, you know, if this team is going to wear opponents down by mm-hmm. running the football you don't you know you don't see that in practice it's right. not taking the same toll looking at some injury news eric you know we heard earlier in the show from head coach sean payton he announced that inside linebacker jonas griffith will miss this season with an acl tear another unfortunate injury here like coach said such a bummer with you know him missing a lot of last season as well dealing with an injury yeah um you know not quite the same as it is with Tim Patrick because Jonas played a few games last year, but yeah. certainly he's been rehabbing for Similar. a long time. Um, and, and now to go down before uh, the season even starts, I think Sean Payton said he stepped on somebody's foot in a special teams drill. I mean, it's just, Ugh. it's an unfor he got his foot stepped on one yeah. way or another. Um, just an unfortunate way for this injury to happen. You feel for him. Um, luckily the Broncos do have some depth there. Obviously right. Josie Jewell and Alex Singleton are two really good football players. And then Drew Sanders, you bring him in, um, you know, at a depth signing or a rookie at a UNLV. Right. So you've got some, and then Justin Sternide, I mean, you've got some guys there. But, um, yeah, anytime you lose a player like Jonas Griffith, who even if he wasn't going to start and he has some starting experience, good special teams player, mm-hmm. um, big physical guy that if he needed to could have stepped in. So, um, yeah, a, a tough injury for this team and uh, and certainly for Jonas, who's going to have to go through another year of rehab. You know, you mentioned Drew Sanders. I want to talk about him a little bit more. Coach had a lot of great things to say about him. You know, likes how smart he is. He, he feels like he's picking up the install really well. What have you kind of seen from him over the past week? Yeah, he's fast. He's yeah. flying around. He's got good instincts. Uh, in these open practices, you see him in the backfield a lot, whether it's tackles for loss, whether it's, uh, you know, 
just darting in there in the run game, um, providing good coverage on tight ends. I mean, he's had some good battles against a guy like Greg Dulcich. Um, yeah, he's he's a good football player, and obviously Josie and Alex right now are those guys up front. But yeah. you would expect that Drew Sanders, whether on special teams or you know when he gets in there on snaps, if they're if they're playing certain packages, we'll have to see how that all plays out. But right. I would I would expect. Uh, Drew Sanders to have some sort of role this year as a rookie. Now, what does that look like and how extensive and how well does he play and mm-hmm. what sort of game changing plays does he make? I'm not quite sure, but um, at the very least, he's a really good depth player and kind of you have your stars, right, Sid? And, and right. then you need a team the rest of the way, whether special teams or or second string guys, the two deep yeah. to be quality football players mm-hmm. as well. And Said so we know that Drew Sanders, um, he was mentioned as a potential first-round pick, early second-round pick, falls all the way to the Broncos. Yeah, He wasn't happy about it. We could <laughs> tell that after he was drafted. Mm-hmm. So he's a guy with his, a chip on his shoulder, good athleticism, a pressure player, as Sean Payton has said a lot. Uh, I'm excited to see, you know, some of these guys you kind of, you're like, oh, what is it going to look like in the preseason? But whenever yeah. it's a rookie, you just truly have no idea, no idea. Yeah. what it's going to look like. He's one of the guys I'm really excited to see out there to see what does he do. Right. Well, we saw, you know, some kicking drills towards the end of practice today. And, you know, of course, head coach Sean Payne, he talked about that during his press conference as well. seems like the kicker competition is starting to heat up a bit. Yeah. Um, you know, we heard from Brett Maher and Elliot Fry the other day. Yeah. Um, kind of two different perspectives on the kicking battle. Definitely. With Fry, he acknowledged that there's a competition and he's just trying to catch on for the first time mm-hmm. permanently with the team and acknowledge he's watching Maher and, um, you know, what what he's doing during his kicks right. with Brett, it seems more almost like he's he's just trying to make sure, and I would assume the team is trying to make sure that kind of the the mental slash technique breakdown, if you want to call it that, mm-hmm. during the playoffs last year doesn't come back. Doesn't come back yeah. because he had a really effective season and has proven he can be a full time kicker. So they're in different places. You're right; it does seem like it's heating up a little bit. Sean Payton said there's going to be some drills soon where they, mm-hmm. you know, even as as soon as tomorrow with the two minute drill where they, they put these guys under some pressure, some end-of-game scenarios. During Thursday, it was more of a, a field goal block sort of situation. So, you know, of course, mm-hmm. you sit out there and you you chart the the makes and the misses, but it, it was more about the defense there. But so that's going to be an important uh, piece because this is a team sure. that you would assume if you're battling for the playoffs, there's going to be games that come down to a field goal here yeah. or there. You've got to be able to depend on that guy and – um, Absolutely. something I'll, I'll keep bringing up with the kicking competition is we've got our eye on these two mm-hmm. players right now, but Sean has made it very clear that yep. you can always go out and find somebody elsewhere. So For sure. you're not just competing against, it's not just Elliot Fry versus Brett Maher. It's, it's everybody who's a potential um, addition around the league, whether that's somebody currently on a team or another free agent out there. Definitely. Last but not least, Eric, I want to bring up a position group that we haven't really talked about yet this camp, the tight ends. I know some viewers have been commenting on some of our videos asking about them. So what have you really seen from that position group? Yeah. Um, well, Adam Troutman, I think, has really impressed me. That's yeah. the first thing that that comes to mind, mm-hmm. uh, has made some contested catches. He's been out there a lot. He obviously was a guy the Broncos picked up in the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they they swapped a sixth for a seventh and Troutman with the Saints. Um this is a guy that they said they viewed as a, a third-round talent this year um, and, and knew they needed to add to that room. So they, they got him. He's mm-hmm. been, I think, probably he surprised me a little bit in terms of how involved he's been. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's been good to see. Greg Dulcich has been kind of the guy you'd expect. You, 
You've seen the the highlight type catches. You've seen his speed getting away from guys. Um, it hasn't necessarily been as kind of dominant day in and day out as right. uh, maybe you, you thought it thought could it be. be. Yeah. Um, but again, it's still early in camp, so we'll That's see um, how that turns out. And he's a guy that I'm sure is going to be heavily involved. We've heard Sean Payton talk about the Joker position and mm-hmm. how Greg fits that role. So um, I'm sure that's going to be um, something to watch. Yeah. Uh, Chris Manhart's he's big. He's a, a he guy that uh, can dominate in the run game. We've yeah. seen that out there. Um, Albert O has had some nice plays. I mean, you've yes, seen yeah. um, Tommy Hudson. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've seen guys essentially across the board make plays. They're going to have some tough decisions there. I don't know if you keep – yeah, probably three, maybe four guys. I was going to say there's um, some good depth in that room. Yeah, so we'll have to see how that all plays out. One guy that's kind of stood out to me that has been, you know, I, I don't want to go into too much detail, but just right. in terms of his blocking ability has been Nate Adkins, um, undrafted guy. And yeah. he, man, he can uh, lay the lay the boom a little bit. He's, he's physical <laughs> um, and so excited to see what he's able to do. Um, Tough path to the roster, obviously, but but, uh, maybe a developmental type guy. Another day of camp in the books, and guys will have pads back on tomorrow. That's right. Should be fun. All right. Appreciate coming on, Eric. You got it, Sid. We also heard from rookie safety J.L. Skinner today. He talked about his impressions of the secondary and how blessed he feels to be a part of it. Uh, I think we were one of the... You know, one of the top secondaries. Uh, I think that we have some guys in the room that show that they can do things at the highest level. And me, I'm honestly just blessed to be a part of this secondary because those guys have been doing things at the highest level. PJ, Caden, Jay Sims, K Jack, you know, everybody's been doing things at the high level for a long time. So I'm just blessed to be in that room for sure because it's a lot of vets and a lot of experience. Well, that'll do it for today's episode of Broncos Now. Broncos Country, thanks so much for tuning in. Tomorrow marks day nine of training camp, and the team will be back in full pads. I'll see you all out there tomorrow. Tomorrow.